Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, it's a brand new edition of Over the Line, that's right, February 4th, 2021, your second in a series of COVID episodes where I am quarantined and waiting on test results, that's right. I am still sick. I still feel nasty. I, I went back and listened to yesterday's show. It sounded awful, in my opinion. It sounded awful. This one probably sound awful too. But I'm doing the show anyway. I'm just, um, you know, uh, my head's swimming and everything. And then every time somebody says, oh, well, how's this? Or how's that? Or how's your breathing? I'm like, well, it was fine until you brought it up. And now I'm like, I feel like I can't breathe. So y'all quit telling me these things. It's freaking me out. Anyway, here we are. And tomorrow, hopefully, hopefully we will um, be bringing you a live Friday night live video as we've promised to do every Friday. Um, we'll hook that up and uh, have a good time. I, I don't know 100% what platform we'll be doing it on. We may do it on Facebook this week. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll wait and see. We may do it on Facebook and then try to move it somewhere else. We don't want to continue to do it on Facebook. But that seems to be where we get most of our traction because people end up seeing it in their timelines inadvertently if they hadn't planned on doing it. But if you'll keep an eye on social media, you keep an eye on the Over the Line page, even turn the notifications on for it, we will post where we'll be at tomorrow night. And uh, you can uh, you can see it that way. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Comment really is the most important thing. Comment on this video if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening on the audio podcast, doesn't matter. You don't have to worry about it. But comment on this video. Say hey, like the show, hate the show. Sorry you got COVID, whatever. You know anything? Just put anything. As much attention as we can get on this. Um. Also, my boys at Vapor Forge. Don't want you to forget about them. I try to remember to, to mention those guys every chance we get because they do such a good job out there and they're they're supporters of the show and we appreciate all they do, uh, not just for the show but for you guys that uh, need your vaping stuff, especially if if you're quitting smoking and switching over to the vape life. That's the way to do it. They got they don't just have vape stuff, so I want you to go over there and check it out. See everything they got. Uh, they got something for uh, everybody, every need. So 4673 Highway 280 East. 4673 Highway 280 there in Birmingham. 874-9010 is their number. 205-874-9010. You can find them right there beside Bailey Brothers on 280. If you're in the area, you know exactly where that is. I don't have to tell you. Bailey Brothers is a staple. I want to talk about um, Morgan Wallen today. And I didn't plan on this until like 15 minutes before the show. And I was like, you know what? It kind of lines up with what we've talked about over the past couple of days. Especially what we talked about on yesterday's show, which was cancel culture. And cancel culture... Cancel, cancel culture spreads quickly because what happens is maybe one big time name gets 
gets blacklisted or, or canceled for one thing or another, and then all of a sudden everybody's hopping on that train, and they get in this mode of wanting to go around and cancel everybody for every little thing. And uh, this Morgan Wallen country singer is, uh, is the latest victim. One of the people we were talking about yesterday that were getting canceled was Marjorie Taylor Greene, which, as a matter of fact, uh, on the uh, at the Capitol, they're having the debate on whether or not to expel Marjorie Taylor Greene from all committees. They've made a, a bill, a House resolution, I think it's House Resolution 72, to expel Marjorie Taylor Greene from all committees. Which is absurd that the Democrats think they have the power, with the slimmest of majorities, that they have the power to dictate who the minority, the Republicans in this case, can and cannot put on committees. It's absolutely disgusting. It's an abuse of power. And I know some of you guys may not exactly understand the mechanics of all this stuff, but I don't want to go too far into it, but they're actually doing it right now as we speak and i think ilhan omar is up next to speak let me see if i can't let me see if i can't pull this up because i'm i'm sure whatever she's got to say is absolutely fascinating let's see if we can move over here and see oh yeah there she is what you got to say girl let's hear it about one member this is about who we are as a body and what we are as a democracy this is about whether it is acceptable to cheer on and encourage an insurrection against our basic democratic process. This is about whether it is okay to demand members swear in on a Bible of a religion they do not practice. This is about whether it is okay to hold an assault rifle next to members' heads in a campaign ad and incite death threats against them. This is about whether it is okay to encourage the murder of the Speaker of the House. As a survivor of civil conflict and civil war, I know political violence and political rhetoric does not go away on its own. This is about whether or not we will continue. Can I stop this real quick? Don't you think, whoever, whoever owns that tablecloth, don't you think they're going to be mad once they find out Ilhan Omar took it? I'm assuming she took it without permission. Maybe she's going to take it back? I don't know. I would be upset, though. Continue to be a peaceful and functioning democracy. Thank you, and I yield back. Gentlewoman yields back. Gentleman from Florida Reserves. Gentlewoman from Indiana is recognized. Mr. Speaker, I yield one minute to the gentleman from Virginia, Mr. Good. Gentleman from uh, Virginia is recognized for one minute. I'm proud to have uh, taken my oath on that Bible, after which I do follow and try to live my life after. And I okay, so uh, what happens here is uh, they go back and forth. The Republicans have a turn, the Democrats have a turn, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's the same old thing. When I first pulled it up, whenever... Um, when I was getting ready for the show, Rashida Tlaib was up there and talking about how uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a white supremacist and she represents the Republican Party and the entire GOP and all this. And the more I look into this stuff, the more I realize, like, there's a lot of this stuff she didn't even say it. She just retweeted it in the past before she was a, a government official. 
So, like, you notice how on Twitter or wherever people post, uh, retweets do not equal endorsements or whatever, as they shouldn't, uh, in, in my opinion. But this stuff was out there. The people of Georgia still voted for this lady, and she's got every right to be in Congress and conduct her duties as a congresswoman for the length of her term. And if those people in her district decide she is crazy and they don't want her to uh, conduct their business, because that's the only people she shouldn't have to answer to. She shouldn't have to answer. She shouldn't have to answer to anybody but the people who voted for her. She don't have to answer to the Democrats. She don't have to answer to the Speaker of the House, the President, nobody. Those are all separate. She answers to the people that sent her there, not to the people that have been up there their whole lives. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. I just found it interesting as they're having these debates. It's absolutely absurd. It's theatrics. And for those of you waiting on a COVID check, a, a stimulus check, just know this is what Congress is doing today. They, instead of getting used money in your pocket because you've been hurt by the pandemic, or the government overreach who uh, used the pandemic to commit such overreach, they're uh, in Washington, D.C. playing politics instead of trying to help you. And then senile Joe is up there killing jobs in the White House. Nonetheless, Morgan Wallen, I didn't know who this guy was until the story came up because I don't listen to country music. I don't really, I don't, I don't really like country music. I don't hate country music. I just don't listen to it. I used to as a kid. Um, so, you know, there's some nostalgia when certain songs come on. But I'm not a country music guy. I listen to, you know, things like baby metal. Like, you know, 15-year-old Japanese girl singing metal music. <laughs> 90s rap. Um, but when I heard about this... I, before I even saw the details of it, I was like, okay, here we go. Cancel culture strikes again. Because I figured it wasn't that big of a deal, whatever it was. I didn't even know at the time what the word he said was. And then I found out it was the N-word. Now, there's always the debate on the the two forms of the word, okay? Now, just to make this part clear... I don't use that word, and people don't use that word around me because they they know I don't like that word. It's just a thing, and I, a lot of you out there may be the same way. But from what I'm understanding, because the only clips I've seen of this has the word bleeped out, so I'm 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 trying to figure out if the the word he used was the one that ends with the R or one that ends with the A. Okay, because there's plenty of debate out there that there is a uh there is a, a stark difference in the two one is derogatory and one is uh endearing or whatever whatever you would call it but as i'm going through and i'm watching different videos of news reports <laughs> just the news reports themselves are coming off is completely absurd. I'm going to play you one. This is from... Uh, what news station is this? This is news for WSMV in Nashville. So this is, this is the news station that is closest to home for Morgan Wallen. 
that is reporting on what has happened today and the tragedy that has ensued afterwards. Listen to this. A country music star is facing major backlash today. We're talking about Morgan Wallen right here. He was caught on camera using a racial slur outside his home here in Nashville, and the fallout is huge. News Force Carly Gordon joins us live on Music Row with the reaction tonight. Carly. Yeah, Big Loud Records suspended his contract indefinitely. Cumulus, iHeartRadio. Big Loud Records, is, is that their headquarters? Because that looks like a sad building. And if this was such an outrage, shouldn't we have people protesting outside of that that record? <laughs> it seems to me, if you go back and look at this shot, it looks like everybody's just kind of going on about their business. Nobody's really, uh, nobody's life has been affected by what this guy said. Look at that. People going to work, walking down the street. No big deal. Nobody's life has been harmed so far. EMT pulled his music, and then Spotify and Apple yanked his songs from certain playlists. Bottom line, when it comes to Wallen's career, this is not good. Now, can I say this uh, about Morgan Wallen? When I first heard the story, and I pulled it up and started trying to figure out who the guy was, the first thing I thought was, I don't really care what he said because the most offensive thing about this guy is that haircut. Y'all doing this whole mullet deal with uh, bringing the mullet back into uh, being trendy, I I can't get with it. There is nothing about it. And, and I know, I already know, I can I can feel the comments coming in. Well, Andrew, you, you're growing your hair out. You got a ponytail. You got a man bun. Fine, whatever. I don't care if you'll hammer me for it. That's that's why I have to have thick skin so I can make fun of other people. But I don't get, don't get the mullet. I will never understand that. So when I first saw him, I was like, well, no wonder he got canceled. Look at that haircut. And then I found out what it was really about. And that's when I started... Uh, Scratching my head. Wallen's double album, Dangerous, was number one on the billboards for three weeks in a row. But tonight, his music is not what people are talking about. Neighbors captured this video on Sunday of Wallen returning home from a night out in Nashville. His racial slur hey, take, take has Wallen and his music banned from streaming services, radio shows, and everyone is talking. So what happened is he is out in his driveway. Uh, uh, walking towards his house. He's got a friend or a couple friends with him. And uh, they've probably been out drinking all night and they're they're ribbing each other or whatever. Maybe his other friend. This is just the scenario I'm coming up with in my head. I don't know that this is actually what happened. This is what seems like what happened. He is... Uh, he pulled up to his house and he he yells at one guy and says, "Hey, get that guy. Make sure he's taken care of because he can't handle handle his liquor or whatever." And he says, "Get that mf'er or get that get that p word something." I okay, I don't know how it was, but then he basically was calling his friend that word. Okay. And whether it's rap music or movies or whatever, you know, we're almost 
it's a wonder we're not desensitized to that word. And I don't mean we as in one particular group of people. I just mean society as a whole. Because everybody uses it, right? Everybody. But this guy, he's he uses the word nonetheless. And his neighbor's security camera, I guess maybe ring doorbell or whatever, catches it. And the neighbor releases it to the media or sells it to TMZ. Or I don't know what the process is, but it got out to the media. What kind of neighbor are you? That's my question. That's in this. This is why I do not talk to my neighbors. I do not introduce myself to my neighbors. I don't talk to them. I don't ask to borrow a cup of sugar. Because you can't trust them. Now, if you move in a neighborhood where you already know the people, their friends or their family or whatever, that's one thing. But if you move into a neighborhood and you're the new guy on the block, you don't go talk to your neighbors. Because there is a, statistically, all right, I've crunched the numbers. Statistically, there is an 80% chance that your neighbor is either a weirdo or... Somebody that you've got nothing in common with, or is just a basic Karen, right? There's a good chance your neighbor's one of those three. And in certain cases, your neighbor may even be a sex offender, but you'll usually get a notice for that. But it's why I don't talk to them. I don't trust neighbors. I don't. This ain't 1950. This ain't Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I don't trust no neighbors. I've talked to two neighbors in our neighborhood. One of them, which are right beside us, they were pretty nice. They helped us get our dog one time. And then the other people down the street are a bunch of jerks. And they played loud, crappy music all night. They've really, they've really tamped down on that, though. I don't, I actually appreciate them doing that. Maybe they're not so bad these days. Or maybe they moved out and it's new people. I don't know. Nonetheless, don't trust your neighbors. Don't do it. You're going to get Morgan Walland if you do. You can't can't even th- can't even throw the N-word out at your buddy in your own driveway because of what? Because of neighbors. Anyway, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, my stance has always been the record labels the the award shows, the, the whatever, they're all private entities. They can do whatever they want to do. These these radio stations, these Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Apple Apple Music, they can do whatever they want to do. They own their own stuff. They decide who comes and goes. So if you, you want to rip Morgan Wallen off all that stuff, that's fine. But I wish we would allow a society the public to have the say-so in these situations. Because the consumer seems to get cut out of the equation when something like this happens. And instead of, let's see what the public thinks. Let's see if people still listen to his music. Let's see if people are still buying his albums. 
We just say, no, we're going to strip him from every platform possible so you don't even have the opportunity to listen to the guy anymore or hear his music or watch his videos. What happened to the free market and letting the people decide? That's, that's the way I would love for it to go. Unfortunately, it does not. And this guy is getting canceled because of one bad decision. One, one bad word he said where he thought nobody else was hearing it. And let's be honest, everybody's probably said some things in private that you would be mortified if they got out in public that you've said to your friends or your family members or whatever. You would be petrified if it came out in public. And you're not, even if you're not a superstar like Morgan Wallen, you would still be petrified if somebody found, you know, a, a, a message that you sent a friend that you wouldn't want anybody else to say and see and they, they posted it on Facebook. So you should understand where this guy is coming from. But nonetheless, let's go on to this cheese ball report and see what else they uh, what else they said. About it. What a dumb, dumb thing to do. You make country music look bad. You make me look bad. But mostly, you make yourself look. Wait, who is this guy? Hold on. Bobby Bobby Bones. Who is Bobby Bones? Y'all see this guy? Bobby Bones. He's like, hold on. This is my Bobby Bones impression. I don't know who Bobby Bones is, but. Morgan Wallen, you've made me look bad. You've made the country music look bad. You've made my hair look bad. You should be ashamed of yourself. Look bad. This isn't the first time Wallen's been in trouble. Police charged him with public intoxication and disorderly conduct at Kid Rock's bar in May. His SNL appearance canceled after Wallen was seen in a busy bar. Wait, 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 wait. Let's bang up a second. What was this about the, uh... The bar, Kid Rock's bar. I need to hear this one more time. Hold on, hold on. Conduct at Kid Rock's bar in May. His SNL appearance. Disorderly conduct. So he was at a bar and he was drunk. Is that what we're? Is that what I'm hearing here? Hold on, hold on. Let me back up a little more. Yourself look bad. This isn't the first time Mullen's been in trouble. Police charged him with public intoxication and disorderly conduct at Kid Rock's bar in May. His. So uh, okay. If. You are one of my favorite country music artists, and you are not on a regular basis being charged with disorderly conduct for getting too drunk in a bar and getting rowdy. I don't want to listen to you. I expect my country music artists to behave in that manner. Otherwise, you ain't nothing but uh, Taylor Swift to me. I want y'all rowdy. I want y'all getting in bar fights. I mean, I want you I want you doing all the country music things, like just everything just short of a straight up a uh, 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 duel in the in the parking lot of the bar. That's what I expect to see out of country music. That's what's happened to this. This is why I left the genre. <laughs> this this is what forced me to listen to Japanese metal. His SNL appearance canceled after Wallen was seen in a busy bar without a mask. Tonight, Wallen... Okay, so... Mm. Give me a second. So, uh, this guy's SNL appearance was canceled. Now, he's going to be on SNL because he's been at the top of the charts for like three weeks. 
His SNL appearance was canceled because he was photographed at a busy bar without a mask on? Is that what they just said? Uh. I take offense to that. I think SNL needs to be canceled. Coming from a guy with COVID, I say we cancel SNL for doing that. How ridiculous are we as a society? This is insane. Allen is apologizing again, telling TMZ, I'm embarrassed and sorry. He called the slur unacceptable and inappropriate. And he said, I promise to do better. Meanwhile, social media brimming with backlash. And many of those social media posts are coming from other country music stars. Kelsey Ballerini tweeting saying the news out of Nashville tonight does not represent country music. Oh, my gosh. Do we feel like country music has got to apologize for, you know, things that went on in the past? Just... It, it almost comes off as country music feels like they have to apologize for stuff that, that happened, you know, decades and decades ago, or hundreds of years ago. Like, country music didn't do anything. What, a, what are we apologizing for? You know, it's not represent country music. There's a lot of things that uh, that doesn't represent country music that is often accepted within country music. But here's here's the bottom line. As I watch people as I watch people worship, downright worship these Hollywood stars and musical artists um just People in Hollywood in general that are known to a lot of us as as evil people, whether that is sexual abusers or outright Satanist, like some just very strange, bizarre people that a lot of people look up to and they glorify, whether that's Lady Gaga or Marilyn Manson or, or whoever. That town is full of sick, sick, sick people. They get glorified. But Morgan Wallen, who's just out drunk with his buddies and let a word slip, he's the real enemy. He's the real evil one. We got to get past this as a society. And I, I got to say, I'm encouraged to with some of the reaction that I have seen from people of all backgrounds, genders, and colors. I've been encouraged by what I've seen in people saying, so what? He makes good music. Let it go. It's not a big deal. He apologized. Whatever. That's not to dismiss people that take offense to this, but chances are, I mean... For being honest, the people that are taking offense to this is probably not the people who listen to his music. I mean, I know that might seem like a stretch, but uh, I can almost guarantee you that's the case. The people that listen to his music don't really care. They don't. <laughs> it's uh, It's just a bizarre... 
um, bizarre, bizarre world we live in. And uh, unfortunately, I think I think it'll be the end of that guy. Oh, we've lived in this culture of hypersensitivity for years now, and I think at some point that bubble's got to burst. And it's going to happen with, you know, one or two people that are caught up in cancel culture, but we've got to fight back against that stuff. We have got to switch it around where the consumer has the decision to cancel somebody or not. Because all these all these people that are falling victim to cancel culture, they're not falling victim to cancel culture by people just stop, they, they stop buying their products. No, these corporations are the ones deciding who you can't and can't consume. Whose products you can and can't consume. You don't get to decide. They do. You want to talk about Mike Lindell and my pillow? Well, they're yanking him off the shelves all over the place. Everybody loves my pillow. Everybody loves it. But he's getting canceled. The consumers don't get to decide. They do. And they care more about that than they do your dollar, apparently. I never thought I'd see the day that that happened, but here we are. If I was Morgan Wallen, I would have, uh, in that apology letter, I would have written to TMZ and I would have been like, hold on. Dear TMZ, I am truly sorry that you have built a business in order to make money by ruining people's livelihoods and careers. You suck. Morgan Waller. That would have been my apology letter. So the moral of the story, fight back against cancel culture, fight back against uh, uh, the corporations telling you what you can and can't do, and fight back against your neighbors. No, not really. Don't fight back against them. Just don't go talk to them. Don't talk to your neighbors. <laughs> That's the real moral to the story. That's all I got for y'all today. I was going to get into this whole story about Fox News uh, being sued by Smartmatic Voting Systems for $2.7 billion. Uh, a very interesting story. Uh, what's happening, and we'll talk about this on the live tomorrow night, but Smartmatic, Dominion Voting Machines, all those guys are now filing lawsuits against anybody that had anything disparaging said, anything disparaging said against them. Uh, they're trying to run them over with, uh, with absurd, absolutely absurd lawsuits because they think they're protected now. They think they are protected by the U.S. government and they can just make an extra buck because they got away with it. But they got caught in their own lies. You see them on TV and they're saying, oh, no, Dominion and Smartmatic, you know, there's no proof that they're doing anything uh, illegal or changing votes or anything like that. But yet nobody seems to make them answer the questions where we caught them red-handed lying and explain why these things do what they said they didn't do. We've got the manuals. We've got the, the internet connections. 
we've got several instances that show us something shady was going on with these machines. But Smartmatic thinks they've got cover now. Joe Biden's in the White House and they can go on with their frivolous lawsuits. So we'll see. We'll talk about that a little later and uh, when I've got a little more time to deep dive into that kind of stuff again make sure you comment make sure you like subscribe all that stuff to the youtube channel if you're listening to us on apple podcast or spotify make sure you're subscribed and you got the notification set where you can get the new podcast every time one comes out we may be setting something up in the future where you can get exclusive over the line content before anybody else as we uh start this new venture of of making sure you guys have a podcast almost every single day it's going to be exciting so make sure keep an eye out for tomorrow night's over the line friday night live and we will see you then until next time see you cuz